Here we are. Here we are. <coughs> Recording. We got some shit to talk about. I don't know what it is, but I am so excited. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so the thing is, I already know what my next three topics for the weekly hook will be, but all of them need a lot of preparation, so I was hard-pressed to find one for today. And since I'm going to move uh, quite soon, actually, I was looking for decoration ideas for my new flat the other day. And of course, like the first thing that comes to mind is plants and stuff like that, but that's not enough. Um, But then I saw some photos of, you know, plants in conjunction with one of my favorite toys from my childhood as kind of a decorative element. And this toy I'm going to talk about today, kind of a nostalgia trip I've been on in the last few days. And But before I start, I want to ask you, what were your favorite toys as a child? Oh, man, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> like physical toys? Sure. I mean, I, I, we, we all know that you played video games. But apart from that, yeah, it's not no video games, not board games, like toys. I mean, and not sports stuff. So not like a basketball or something like that, right? Sure, that that can that counts. That counts. Sure. All right, then call like then my football and my basketball probably were my favorite things as a kid. Honestly, <laughs> other than that, um, uh, that's a weird sound. Maybe. Hold on one second. Let me think. I have very bad memory of my childhood, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't suppressed. really remember much oh, before my before I was 13. Yeah. But I think I liked Legos. And I think I also liked, like, these uh, little log cabin things. I don't know what they're called. You'd, like, build this, what? like, little log cabin. Um, I don't know what that is. <laughs> that sounds like Lego to me, too. It's kind of like Legos, but they were, like shaped in like the form of little like tree trunks kind of with little indents in them and then you would kind of put them in certain shapes and forms to make a little house and then you put a roof on top okay i'm sure i had more toys of course (laughs) i mean obviously yeah but that's cool because you already mentioned today's topic because today's topic is going to be lego Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That's not a chil- children's toy. Let's be honest. That is no. an all age. It's experience. an all age toy. No, for sure not. But it's just like I. That was my like my phase where I was interacting with it the most. So that's how I phrased it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I saw, I saw like a few photos of like people had like little models or like uh, minifigures like right next to their plants and stuff like that, or like interacting with the plants in a way. <clears throat> And I thought that that was a really good idea. So that just sent me down a rabbit hole. And so yesterday I was like, fuck, I still need a topic. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, why not use this? And especially because I have like a very, very close connection to it. Because I was fucking obsessed with Lego as a child. Um, and yeah, I just want to give like a little bit of background <laughs> for like Lego, how Lego developed also as a company. Because again rabbit hole i read through all of this and i thought like why not just talk about it a little bit um and so lego as a the company started out as a manufacturer of wooden toys in 1932 
the the name Lego comes from the Danish Legod, which means play well. Oh yeah, also it's a Danish company. Um, yeah, the the plastic bricks and toys started only in 1947, but they were not really well received in the beginning. Uh, but when in 1960 a fire struck the company's uh, warehouse, it dest- and destroyed most of the wooden toys the company had. That was kind of the start of the focus on plastic bricks. The company expanded in the 70s and 80s and built the first Legoland amusement park in Billund, Denmark, where the company is also based. That happened in 1968. And interestingly, I I was shocked when I read that, but Lego didn't introduce the minifigures until 1978. Wow. That's so weird to me because it's like such a hallmark of Lego for me too. Like all the yeah, I mean, figures. well, 78 is not that new. It's not, sorry, no. not that, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, that yeah. doesn't surprise me too much, but still surprising because that is like what Lego is. <laughs> exactly, right? <clears throat> and then, yeah, they were also, in, in that time, they were trying to increasingly uh, target girls as a new consumer group, but they, too, like, v- until very, very recently, and maybe still until today, they do that in a very, very, like, stereotypically gendered way. And that I'll get into that later, of course. Uh, the 1990s saw the Lego group struggle financially, having multiple years of financial deficits, resulting in big layoffs and the redirection of production sites, which had completely been in Northern and Western Europe to this point, which is also something that is difficult to imagine nowadays, in a way. It was only in 1999 that the first Lego themes based on licensed intellectual property were introduced, among them Star Wars, Harry Potter, and and Indiana Jones. This was actually widely discussed in the company, since their introduction resulted in a high increase of weapons, and thus possible violence in Lego, which had been the subject of some concern. And the company was actually almost bankrupt in 2004, um, but with changes in management and subsequently infrastructure and the setup of the company, it recovered and is now one of the three biggest toy manufacturers in the world, next to Mattel and Hasbro. And there are years in which Lego is, like the in, in terms of, um, like their 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 margin is like the number one in the world. And also, fun fact, technically. The Lego Group is also the biggest manufacturer of tires, producing more than four times the amount that Bridgestone, the number two, has. Though, of course, Lego doesn't produce tires for actual cars. Oh my god, really? Yeah. (laughs) They they produce so many tires for their little, like, uh, Lego cars. That's amazing. I I love that. (laughs) It was, like, the best tidbit. Um... Yeah, they over the years they have they have been a lot of criticism towards the company. Um first and foremost, you know, the bricks and minifigures are like made from crude oil. Um but the company wants to have that change entirely by 2030 actually, which is just really interesting, I think. And it's looking actually at sugarcane as a substitute, which is going to be interesting. Also a whole another can of worms because from what I read and they're looking at sugar came from Brazil. And I, I was immediately thinking, okay, is that like deforestation of the Amazon? That's probably also like a whole nother thing. Um, yeah, not great alternative, honestly. No, <laughs> no. 
but yeah from what i like with all all of the like little things that the lego group was involved in like all the um public debates and everything they don't they don't really look good like they're always doing like things to save face and they do really un yeah unusual and or like just like cringy stuff sometimes and that was it or like yeah it's not very cool i mean um, sounds like a big company honestly right, right um so yeah like hand in hand basically one one of uh, another huge thing was that they had this weird relationship with the royal dutch shell company um which does arctic drilling like yeah oil drilling in the arctic um the co- corporation actually started in the 1970s and it was like on and off and it's really weird because like sh- in some product on some products by lego like there's shell branding all over it and if you if you like ta- if you get gas from shell gas stations sometimes and you have like one of these like um point programs where you get like i don't know for every so and so many liters of oil you you get you get like a point or whatever and then like you can get like distinct lego sets you can only get that way and after like a lot of pressure especially by greenpeace or at least that's how greenpeace likes to tell the story they uh they actually ended this corporation and and yeah there's also the the question of resource and energy waste um but also like as i alluded to earlier like gender is a huge thing because it has like all these different themes and adventure sets and it's like all of this is basically targeted at boys um and especially like also like the more technical side of it so like lego technic is a subset of of it too and it's like mostly targeted or like almost exclusively targeted to boys and like all the quote-unquote girl stuff again i'm like i know this is the binary right now uh but like all of them all of those sets are like basically home-based all all like the figures are like depicted doing are like doing stuff at home or going shopping or going to the to the beach and it's just really cringy has that not changed recently over the they, years? they only changed that in like the last five to ten years maybe okay and again only after like severe criticism yeah that kind of sounds about right again yeah. the company refusing to change exactly and it's really interesting because like they use all of these pastel colors and glitter and they have like jewelry and accessory and it's really weird because i can i can remember that there was this line called belleville um that has it doesn't have their usual lego figures but i know my sister and a friend of mine both had those where the figures were like multi-jointed and they were much larger than the than the usual lego figures they were very reminiscent of dolls and like they heavily featured colors such as pink and purple which actually do not feature on any other lego themes so yeah they're they're working on it but they have a lot to make up for i guess um yeah one one thing that is definitely like at the core of my experience of lego too is the amusement parks the so-called legolands because i have been to the og legoland in billund uh, cool. two or three times i think 
I'm I wasn't I'm not qu I'm not quite sure actually. I know at least twice and maybe like a third time. Um and yeah, that that's actually really interesting too. Like that spot is like the biggest tourist attraction in Denmark outside of Copenhagen. That's insane. Well, but also <laughs> kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. But it gets like 1.4 uh, million visitors each year, which is like for Denmark, that's huge. That's like a third of the population. And it's obviously not just Danish people. But yeah, I remember going there as a child and I loved it. Of course, I would love it too. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> Yeah, I just I just remember like they had fries the sh like in the like shape of Lego bricks and stuff like that. that what? Was, That's like, amazing. <laughs> I mean, they were so overpriced; it was ridiculous, but worth uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And obviously, they had like roller coasters and rides and everything, and that was fun. But the thing that I was most fascinated by, even as a child, was the so-called mini lands. That was basically an entire village built from Lego, um, like like a kind oh, of like, like an actual village, like human size. Not human size, but like a miniature village. But it was like huge. Like the the area that that was on was really big. It was like a football field, big maybe. Wow. Oh, yeah, I don't remember the actual size, but that's how I remember it from my childhood. And you know, they had like these famous landmarks and everything. And that always, I found that fascinating. And I didn't know they actually, so I I, I mentioned 2004 earlier uh, as like the financial crisis of the, of the company. And they actually sold all the Lego lands to uh, like an investment holding group or whatever. So they can focus on the main business of manufacturing the bricks and stuff. Um, and today there are four parks in Europe, three in North America, and three in Asia, with five uh, five more being planned to open in the next five years. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> three of which are planned for China. <laughs> so that makes, that kind sense. Of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And there was actually there what I discovered there is a there's a whole community still obviously surrounding Lego online especially and there's like even an, an online marketplace for people to buy or sell specific lego bricks and other pieces um it's called bricklink nice it's kind of like an ebay specifically for lego um, i love it yeah and that wasn't like now today it belongs to the actual lego company but it it only was bought by them in 2017 so this was like a third party aftermarket yeah place. Exactly. For the longest time. And I I I went on like I looked at some like YouTube videos of like top uh I don't know, like <laughs> of course I went and looked at like all the Star Wars things, like um what like some guy ranked all of the Star Wars models or like all of the Star Wars like big sets that have, have ever been available um that's awesome and he he mentioned like the because there were I, I think at least three iterations to the millennium falcon and the um uh what's it called the dish from the original millennium falcon you have to pay like uh like a three digit digit number on bricklink for fuck i know <laughs> i know it's crazy 
and um yeah i was so i was going back i wasn't i had to stop myself at some point because i i had gone very very far down the rabbit hole looking i wanted to look up all the different sets that i can remember what their name was and everything i i did that with one and then i thought like okay this is going a little bit too far but um yeah so a huge thing for lego is like these themes they had so many themes i'm not going to go into that you can definitely look that up online but i'm just going to list the um themes that i can remember having sets of as a child um so there was the adventure theme i remember that i had like a i had like a pyramid um there was the city theme i'm not quite sure i think i had like a police station but i'm not sure or maybe it was like a hospital or something um just some type of building the pirate theme such a staple like i had a navy ship and a pirate ship that was so cool um the wild west theme i had like a little like nature thing with a river and everything that was really cute but a friend of mine had like a fort i remember being really jealous at that um there was like a ninja theme and i remember that because i definitely like i had like a japanese castle that was really nice nice um there was like a a thing called rock raiders which was basically people like working underground um and i had like i had what that that's the one set that i looked up is called a loaded dozer which is just like a heavy piece of machinery um but i i really remember that one because it was it had many very unusual pieces that had i had never seen before like pieces of construction equipment that kind of stuff or just the pieces in the lego the pieces in the lego like there was like a huge cage thing um that i or like the huge tires for that thing also i had never seen before that was really interesting and i could like that never fit with anything else or it just looked ridiculous like i did i remember i did use the tires but that just was like obviously <laughs> like a huge thing um yeah and then like i had a few small sets from harry potter because i can distinctly remember i had a hagrid figure um and I had, I actually, I had, I had totally forgotten about that one, but I had uh, Anakin's Naboo starship fighter from episode one. Whoa. Um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't remember that <laughs> until today. Uh, but yeah, I could, but now I, yeah, that, that was fun. And it's like all these things, like I had, I have like accumulated, I had accumulated so much Lego. Um, and, I loved it like for a number of reasons. Obviously, like the assembly is a lot of fun. Um it can take like a lot of hours. I mean, especially if you're a dumb child like I was. Like <laughs> it's not that easy sometimes. Um, but like my my most cherished memory is I got the pirate ship for Christmas and I I remember like the next day I woke up really early because I I couldn't finish the ship the first day and so i woke up really early because i was so hyped that i that i I wanted i really wanted to finish building that ship so i did and i remember i was like i don't know i woke up at like 5 a.m or something and sat just in the living room for two or three hours to finish that ship um but obviously as as soon as you have built everything you can obviously disassemble it and use the bricks otherwise which i have also done but 
no, you can play in the constraints of any given set um, with what's available with you. But if you have a mass, like a critical mass of sets and minifigures, like I was just making up my own stories and adventures and interactions. And that was like so cool. I remember doing that like on the floor of my room, just like everything spread out and it was really cool. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you uh, remember anything that you had? Nope, nothing in particular, just Legos, blocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the end, I had like, I remember like when I had like everything disassembled and I had like, I had so many, I had like thousands of pieces. Um, I can imagine. That yeah, that was obviously like built up from like 10 years of my childhood. Um, so it's just incredible to me how detailed the different pieces or the things can be. Like if you want to buy like a Millennium Falcon or whatever in totality, like it's thousands and thousands of pieces you have to put together. It's yeah, incredible. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it is like, I think some of the pieces are just specifically designed for a, a given set. Um, and that kind of makes sense too. Um, but yeah, I, I remember I once also bought, uh, I also like built a starship Um just from random pieces that i got and i managed to pull it off because i like all in one color that was really great mm. so you were able to do that just from random pieces not related specifically to the actual starship yeah set. wow yeah just because i had so many pieces right amazing yeah that was i mean it just so worked and it was like pretty much the design that I had in mind too. So that was really nice. But that's what I mean. Like once you have like, <laughs> you have like this critical mass, you can just, you know, build so many things. And that's a lot of fun. And I remember like, I just remembered that like five seconds ago, but I used to, whenever there was something on the, on the TV that was like about somebody building something crazy from Lego, I was like enraptured and I made sure to watch all of it. God, you would have loved YouTube nowadays, imagine. Yeah, I know, I know. I I really had to stop myself, man. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna research this for like the weekly hook and then I'm gonna be done and I'm gonna delete all of my bookmarks because I can't go through all of this. Especially because it's so fucking expensive. Yeah. I like I would love to just buy like a big Lego set and spend time to yeah. Put, it, put it together and even now as an adult but it's as you said so expensive and obviously time consuming the more complicated it gets and it's just like maybe one day yeah exactly the, that's actually a great segue to like the next point like am I going to buy anything for my new flat and it is like yeah maybe I'll buy like a few small sets or figures but like the big sets are super expensive and like I remember seeing the first version of a Lego Imperial Star Destroyer in an official Lego store. I think that was like the mid two thousands or something. And that just like I was awestruck because it was more than four thousand pieces, and the biggest sets that I had as a child were maybe a f like a couple hundred pieces. And you know when assembled, that thing had like gigantic proportions. I think it was more than a meter long, but it also you know. It costs 700 euros, so no chance to buy that. Like, neither back then, because I couldn't afford it, obviously. 
or nor today because I could theoretically afford that, but I'm not willing to spend that much money on something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. But I would really like one. <laughs> and is this um, a subtle like call no, for people that all around no. you to buy you one? <laughs> Crowdfunding? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's, like the thing also is with these like huge sets, it's like you just accumulate so much dust so easily and it would be super annoying yeah how do you even dust a fully put together lego set like you yeah. can't i know that like with like the like the star wars ships some some people wrap them into like plastic uh foil or whatever just but so then you want to display it though right yeah for sure i mean some people actually put them into display cases that's especially what i was one... gonna think i would do something yeah. in a glass case if i paid 700 pounds or whatever to put something together and spend 10 years of my life or whatever yeah. putting it together i'm putting that in a glass case like i'll spend the extra 100 bucks to buy a glass case to put it in yeah the problem is like find a glass case which with like those dimensions i guess you'd have to special order it and then that becomes super expensive God damn, yeah you like pay another 700 like bucks on top uh, yeah i'm just gonna leave you with the five biggest sets that are like that have been available until now just so you get like a like an 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 idea of what is possible so and that like the biggest is it means like how many pieces it has and so at number 5 we have the taj mahal which comes in at 5900 pieces and depending holy shit i know and that's just number 5 um depending on like i i saw the the prices in pounds, euros, and dollars, and depending on which currency it is, it's like three hundred to three hundred and fifty bucks. It takes twenty five hours to build, roughly. And the dimensions, I could, I don't know how tall it, know how um, how deep it is, but it's like twenty inches by sixteen inches, um, or wow. like fifty centimeters by forty centimeters, um, which is already a lot, but it gets way bigger. Because at number four, we have Hogwarts Castle with 6,000 pieces, 350 to 400 bucks, uh, 22 inches or 58 centimeters high, 27 inches or 69 centimeters wide, and 16 inches or 43 centimeters deep. That thing is gigantic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, I was muted or I would have said something more. Oh just like my reaction was just like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get that. It is like I couldn't. I was like I was like hand measuring, right? It was like what? How much is this? It was like what the hell is going on? Um, number three, and that's something for you, Rashad, is the Millennium Falcon. Oh, so nice! <laughs> I love it already. The 2017 version, because I, I, again, there are multiple versions, has seven thousand five hundred pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it's Star Wars, I assume it's one of the most expensive uh, sets available. It costs like six hundred fifty pounds, or like eight hundred dollars, or euros, or whatever. Um, also takes like twenty four hours to build. It's shit. I know, I know. It's twenty four, twenty one point five inches by sixteen point five inches by fourteen point five inches. I'm just trying to wrap my head around that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for er everybody who uh, uses the right measurements, it's 54 centimeters by 45 centimeters by 39 centimeters. 
also fucking huge. Um, I mean, the same dimensions. So. Yeah, I know it's the same thing, but it's just like for anybody who knows the other one. Um, but are you ready for the biggest one in terms of yeah. dimensions? It's Give still it not the one with the most pieces. God, it's insane. We're at 7,500 already, right? Yeah. The next one has 9,000 pieces. Whoa. Yeah, and it's not number one. It's the Colosseum. Oh, that makes sense. That's like the biggest you said. Yeah, it's like relatively cheap, 450 to 550 bucks. Um, As I said, it's the biggest set in uh, in terms of dimensions. 10.5 by 20.5 by 23.5 inches. Wow. Just let it sink in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh man. Yeah, that you really need like a like a case for. Yeah. Or like it's twenty seven by fifty two by fifty nine centimeters. Um yeah, that is huge. Uh it's like that I that I would really like to build. That'd be just a lot of fun. Like nine thousand pieces, that's like fucking insane. I don't know, man. At that point, how do you just like keep everything together like i would just get so <laughs> overwhelmed yeah you would have to get like an extra room just to dedicate it to build that stuff right yep i'm gonna kick my roommates out of the house yeah <laughs> exactly exactly uh yeah it's crazy and uh the biggest one uh it has come out like fairly recently it's a world map with almost twelve thousand pieces uh, <laughs> I think it's that many because you, like the thing is you can customize it a little bit. Like you can give the sea or the land like different colors. You can, I know you can, or like you can have the map set up in three different ways depending on which continent you want to focus on, basically, which I think is like really well thought of. Um, that's kind of cool, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the, like it's the cheapest of the five with just two hundred fifty bucks. And it is like 25.5 by 40.5 inches because you can just like, it's not that deep. Um, you can just hang it on the wall, basically. It's a 65 by 104 centimeters. So that it is big, but it's not that wide. So it's like not massive in a way. Yeah. And it's interesting. So in the 12,000, you don't have to use all of them. No. So that's why I f- think that's kind of a cheat. But the set itself does have like i don't i think it's like 11,600 or 700 pieces so yeah so that is that's a lot and yeah i i feel it like when i was uh or when i was looking through all of these stuff in the last few days i was just like oh man i would really love one of those and just just build it wow that would be a lot of fun but I would, I would never buy. I would never like spend so much money on anything. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. There are like so many YouTube channels. Obviously, I'm sure somebody like that's somebody's thing on Twitch too. Like you can just see them, or like you can just watch them assemble a le- one Lego set after the next. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know that um, I I am a supporter of the Relay FM network and the uh, Pen Addict podcast actually had like some, they have like bonus episodes each year. And I know that like for two years at least, they like assembled a giant uh, 
Lego set. And I think those are like, it was like a, it was not one of these like huge ones, but it, I think the, the episodes were still like eight hours long or something. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like kind of fun. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, like I I just went through all of this and it's just like so many nostalgic feelings and it's it's just great. I don't know. And I thought like it would be fun. It's like a fun trip for me back to my childhood. And I can imagine like a few of our listeners um, had the same experience. And uh, it's funny, like I was thinking about it as well. So obviously there are also like Lego, like there was the Lego movie, there was a Lego Batman movie. Um and like i remember i had like a pc game for like windows 95 or something i i just remember it didn't work on xp anymore that was just like lego chess what it's like regular chess but with lego pieces yeah <laughs> nice yeah it was really cute uh and i remember i played that a bunch mm. yeah and it's just like so, it's just so ingrained especially because i went to denmark a bunch right so uh it was almost like lego was omnipresent and i remember like like every time we or at least in the first few years like every time we went to denmark because we (laughs) we did go every year and so every time we went there we bought something like like some lego set and i know we would beg our parents to go to legoland again (laughs) and they were like no it's just too expensive and it's like yeah we were so lego set yeah (laughs) yeah we were so unhappy but like looking back i can i can understand yeah i mean kids i wish like kids had a better sense of money honestly yeah for sure you know that's part of being a child i guess Mm. so yeah i guess just like to wrap wrap this up uh, i don't know do you have any any like lego related memories like what was your what what part of like what what the what did Lego do for you in your childhood, basically? It's very interesting because I've been racking my brain about Lego-specific memories. And mm. while Lego was there, and it is like the gold standard of Build-A-Block toys, I think when I was a child, I really didn't discern between Lego and other companies that make similar stuff. I mean, mm. there's very few other companies that make it in mass like Lego, but there are, you know... You can go buy Build-A-Block stuff that are not Legos things. Yeah. And I feel like for me, I never really had the big sets. I just had like a collection of Legos that I would make like towers with or just like random stuff. It's a very interesting, I don't know. I didn't like have any special relationship to it, which is kind of sad thinking about it now, but Mm. You know, I definitely have fond memories of Legos in general, just the creativity that it, what am I trying to say? The creativity that it inspires. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very interesting, I don't know, I really enjoy it. And I think it's like, I never, I wonder, I don't know, like it's interesting because Am I more interested in just getting a random collection of Lego blocks and making something or having a set and a goal to make something specific with every piece has like its own specific place, more like a puzzle kind of thing. Yeah. 
And I think as a child, I would definitely have leaned towards the former. <laughs> Just like, let me do whatever the hell I want and I'll figure it out. Mm. And also, like, at the end of the day, I can just destroy whatever I made and build something else tomorrow. And I don't know. It's I haven't really thought about it too much, honestly. But as I'm thinking as we're talking today, it's definitely a part of childhood. I just can't remember it, you know, as clearly as you can. Yeah. I mean, it was just such a huge thing for me. Like, it was either that or like my Game Boy, <laughs> or books, or something that I will do a weekly hook on in approximately a month. So, <laughs> Well, Game Boy, then, then I have a lot of memories. Yeah. Of that, sure. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's interesting because things like the Game Boy or whatever, I came back to it at an older age. Like mm -hmm. I played it as a kid, and then I came back to it in high school or college or whatever, and I played things again, and I enjoyed it again, and it was fun. So not only do I have childhood memories of it, I have more adult memories too, which I never really did with Lego, honestly. Now you're making me want to. I was going to say not yet though, anyway. <laughs> I would love yeah, next, thing, next thing you're going to order is going to be like a huge Lego set and Jonathan's going to be like, what the I fuck mean, is this? That $700 <laughs> Millennium Falcon. Like, oh. Yeah. There are a few different Star Destroyers, too. There is one Star Destroyer that's just like 150 bucks, just saying. Like, I was just like, just 150 bucks. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is crazy how expensive it is, right? It's just like, ugh. And it's not even that there's a huge difference between the licensed products and the, thing that, the things that are, are just like Lego original, I guess. Yeah. It's like everything is expensive. And I, I really wonder what the margins are. Yeah, that's a very good point, honestly. Because it can't be that, like the manufacturing can't be that expensive. I know, and then like, honestly, the way you said it has like how Lego is one of the most profitable companies. It just makes yeah. sense. Like it doesn't cost that much to make these things, even if they're special, whatever, whatever. And they can just charge so much. So clearly... Mm. I didn't look it up, but I'm almost certain that Lego has from of all the like like of Lego, Mattel and Hasbro, I assume that Lego has the least employees. Potentially, I don't know. No. Yeah. But it's very, very interesting. But yeah, I don't know. I, I was also go browsing on their website and it's just they have so many themes. It's incredible. Like well, the, the thing but, is, their idea is just to have, because it doesn't add much cost to make any different shape of Lego, basically, they can just have themes for everybody yeah. so that anyone can find any Lego set that they would be interested in. And that's part yeah, of the genius sure. of Lego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like a classical four by two. It's uh, so iconic too, as well. Like, I don't know, I remember I had so many of those and it's just like all those different shapes and just figuring out, okay, like if I do, like if I just build something by myself, it's like, how does this work? And it's so cool. I still remember when the first Lego store opened in my, like next to my house, it's like a five oh, minute nice. drive or whatever. And there's a huge deal, of course. Yeah. Like, you know, it's... It was, oh, you had like an official Lego store? yeah. Oh, interesting so i mean we had like the toy stores and everything and then we had a lego store uh okay um yeah and lucky you in one well, of the three locations 
No, no, that's the wait. There's only three little Lego stores. I thought you said three Lego lands in North. Oh, America. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. There. Oh, uh, yeah. I think there are like 85 Lego stores in the U.S. Yeah. 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 Sorry about that. Um. I wonder where the Legolands are, honestly. I know there's one in California and Florida, and then New York. There's a third one. Yeah. Uh, let me quickly look it up. I, I just looked it up. Oh, per- perfect. <laughs> yeah, because I know Legoland, California, and Florida are a thing, but yeah. uh, I just yeah, didn't New York, know what the yeah. third one was. New York makes sense. Yeah. It's also interesting that they have one in Italy. For some reason, I didn't think that they would go to South Europe, like to Southern Europe. Oh, interesting. Why not? The weather is better. I would. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, just in your head because it's danish it's a very yeah (laughs) maybe maybe like germany and the uk makes sense to me but um yeah fair enough honestly yeah i i thought maybe spain would be a good alternative Mm. Uh, if you're gonna go to southern europe i guess italy is fine too um yeah it's interesting like the next one that they're going to plan is like the next one they're gonna open up in europe is gonna be in belgium oh interesting yeah where's the german one though is it like in the northwest? No, it's in Ginsburg. That's um that's in uh I think it's in Bavaria. Oh, that would make sense. Okay. So have yeah, it for like that's a cluster for like Austria, Switzerland, northern Italy, whatever that area yeah, part of the country. Exactly. Or the part of Europe. And then Belgium will be the northwest next to Dane. Dane yeah. Dane. I almost said Daneland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a really interesting as well, like their their whole like uh company history how so like yeah because it's it was until 2004 it was all in the hands of people who are like descendants of the founder and only when they were on the brink of like a financial like crash did they hand it over so how did they do that did they go public did they go no they're just they appointed like someone else Oh, the, the, guy, the guy who was in charge until then stepped down and appointed someone else. But that guy also didn't last long. Uh, but then the guy after him made like a, a bunch of really good decisions. Got it. Like, got uh, it, got yeah, it, he it. sold the Legolands. He, um, I think they had outsourced like 80% of their production facilities and they he got it back. Like he basically... Wow. Yeah. And that apparently helped. I mean, but he also laid off like a couple thousand employees too. Well, so. that also helps to cut costs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which makes me think, right? Like how many employees can they have? Yeah, I wonder, honestly. I think they do a lot with partnerships too. So like, yeah. how many they do they have directly in their company versus just in general? So another question. Exactly. Yeah, they had like a revenue, they had like an, a revenue of four forty-four billion krona, which is obviously not that much. You just divide it by seven. Okay, I was like, "How is that to the?" <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, it's not that much, but it's still a lot. I mean, it's still in the billion. I mean, for but... a Lego, for a toy company. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, they have twenty thousand employees apparently. That's quite a bit. Yeah, that is. But you know, I guess that's all the. Um, all the people in the production facilities as well because they do belong to Lego now. Yeah, and then I would assume all the attendees of the, like the oh maybe not the people who work at Legoland though. No, th- th- not anymore. I don't yeah. think. But the Lego stores maybe. Yeah, they they probably do. Yeah. Interesting. 
Well, yeah, interesting. Man, this is so fun. I'm just like, I want to <laughs> buy Legos now and play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm really I I also want to buy some like small sets for for my new flat, but uh, I'll move first and then buy them. <laughs> yeah, find a house first and yes. then figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Yeah, I think that's it, right? <laughs> I would say maybe another recommendation would be to find a job first and then buy Lego stuff. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah, I guess I guess that's a smart thing to do. That's why I need you in my life. because Exactly. Fiscal responsibility <laughs> is my specialty. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, and that's definitely something that I lack. <laughs> I'm known for just spending money willy-nilly. Oh, of course. Yeah, you never save your money. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, so this has been this has been my weekly hook. So good, so worth it. I love it so much. Nice. It's like I'm glad you did. It's a, just a great topic, honestly. Yeah, you can go into do, so diff- so many different directions, and, and it I was like I wish I had more to say, honestly, yeah. because like it's like ah, I ah, but it's okay. Yeah, the thing is, I could have prepared more, but I would have needed to go so like so deep into Lego that I think it would have been very costly to get out of there. <laughs> I would have bought some things. Let's put it that way. Yep, I don't. And we can't blame have that. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, Chris. Yes. <laughs> Good. Sorry, I, I thought you were just going to go like, so Chris, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> if people want to support the show and if they like what they heard, what should people do? I mean, the best way uh, to support us is to... Uh, what's the word? What's the fucking word? Send Damn us $1,000? Sure, send us $1,000. That, that, that would definitely help. Um, Rashad will be happy to give you his bank details. Especially if you're a Nigerian prince. Um, sorry, was that bad? No, no, no. I'm Please cut this. Sure. Please that cut this. No, no, no. Nigerian prince is staying. It's a Nigerian <laughs> prince is a joke on our website too. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but otherwise, uh, please rate us on whichever podcast platform you use to listen to our podcast, uh, whether that's our podcast or Spotify or whatever, because that makes sure that other people can find us. Especially if you give us five stars, which we would, of course, appreciate. Which we must assume, if you've listened to like this far, you probably would will give us five stars. So thank you in advance and no pressure. And if people want to contact us, how would they do that? Oh, there are so many ways. And you can find all of them at our website, seriallyhooked.com. We have a contact form. We have an email address. We have a Twitter account. So many things. So check out our website and check out the great uh, illustrations by our friend Luca too. Thank you, Luca. You're the best. You are. (laughs) All right. Thank you. I mean, are we the hookers or are the listeners also hookers? Can they be honorary hookers? I mean, if, if I think we're the hookers because I, I think I'm uncomfortable with calling anyone a hooker if they don't agree, like if they don't agree first, um but you could say they're hooked on us maybe you know hooked on hookers <laughs> yeah sure so if you find yourself being hooked on hookers 
please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. We will. Uh, yes. We may or may not send you a hook or two. <clears throat> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Ha <laughs>